Hey everyone, and welcome back to another episode of What the Fuck Was I Thinking? I'm your host, Alex, and on today's episode, I'm going to be deviling into the sinister side of dating apps. So get ready for the roller coaster ride as once a month I explore some true crime stories that intertwine with the world of dating and unravel the entangled web of love and the unexpected darkness that sometimes lurks behind the facade of romance. These episodes will be going into details of real crimes that have affected both men and women in the dating world. So I want to warn all my listeners that these episodes will have some real case facts and details of the crimes that were committed. We all take a gamble when on dating apps and meeting our future potentials. At times, we lower our inhibitions to find just the right match for us without even thinking twice. At times, throwing caution into the wind, hoping that in good faith, the person that we're connecting with is whom they say they are and is someone that we can trust. It was May 24th, 2020. At the height of the pandemic, when our chances of meeting someone organically had nearly diminished, and the popular dating app Tinder had taken off. Ashlyn Black, a 25-year-old woman from Layton, Utah, described by her family and friends as someone who was much loved. According to her obituary, Ashlyn was a beautiful example of love. She taught inclusion and tolerance for everyone. She had made, unbeknownst to her, what would ever be her last match on the popular dating app. Earlier that day, she had swiped right on Ethan Hunsaker, a 26-year-old local, whom unfortunately would be the man who would violently and unsuspectingly take her life away that very night. At 3 a.m., a call would be placed by Ethan to the local police department confessing that he had killed someone in his home. And according to the charging documents, he stated that he did not know the person he killed and had met them on social media. On the call, Ethan also asked for the police to shoot and kill him upon their arrival. Now, according to Ethan, he picked the woman up from her home in Layton. They went to a bar together and had a few drinks. After some time, he then took her to his home. It was a completely normal date, he stated. They had sex and then fell asleep. He said that when he woke up, Ashlyn was lying on his arm, and he began to choke her as hard as he could, violently for around one minute. Afterwards, he grabbed a spring-assisted pocket knife with a four-inch blade and stabbed Ashlyn around five to ten times. He later had confessed that he had invited Ashlyn over with the intention of killing her, even adding that no argument had even preceded the attack. First responders attended to Ashlyn at the scene, but unfortunately it was too late for the young woman. She was pronounced dead. Now prior to this unfaithful night, Ethan had been suffering from many mental health issues for quite some time. Prosecutors have even said that Ethan had thought up of different ways to kill and kidnap others shortly before Ashlyn's death. 
He seemed to be a model citizen up until his personal circumstances had changed in his life. He had broken up with the mother of his young daughter and suddenly become very withdrawn. His work suffered. He was missing days and arriving late. And within a few months, he had lost his job due to an altercation with a female coworker. He made dark comments, and his co-workers reported he even spoke about harming women. Ethan was convicted of murder February 2022. It was ultimately ruled that Ethan, who pleaded guilty but mentally ill, will spend up to 18 months at the Utah State Hospital for treatment before he will serve his prison term of 15 years to life behind bars. During the hearing, the testimony began from Dr. Rich Hawks, a psychologist who told the court that he had diagnosed Hunsaker with several mental health conditions shortly after his August 2020 arrest. Now, not only do cases like Ashlyn Black happen to women, it also happens to men. Meshach Cornwall from Garfield Heights, Ohio, had met Shakira Graham on the then-popular dating app Plenty of Fish in late November 2018. The two had spent some time chatting and getting to know each other online before Shakira had spent the night over Meshach's home for the first time on December 15, 2018. Now, unbeknownst to him, Shakira was making other heinous plans. Shakira had spent the past few days hanging out with others she had met on the app Plenty of Fish, including spending a drug-fueled night hanging out with Dantes Pace and Samantha Page, who would eventually testify against her in court against the charges of aggravated murder, aggravated robbery, burglary, and grand theft auto, just to name a few. On the morning of December 18th, 2018, Meshach's mother, Jacqueline Harrington, returned home after a weekend out of town. Upon entering the home, she observed her son laying on the floor at the foot of the basement steps. Seeing the blood around her son's body, she ran back upstairs and out the house, screaming frantically that he was dead. Jacqueline's nephew went inside to confirm that Meshach was, in fact, deceased. Upon the police arrival, it was noted that there was no signs of forced entry into the home. But it was noted by Jacqueline that several items were missing from the home, including guns, marijuana, a video console, and her 2009 gold Honda Accord. It was informed by police that the last known person seen with Meshack was Shakira. Multiple witnesses also noted that Shakira returned in a car that she had not been in earlier in the day. Someone had also testified that Shakira returned with guns, a gaming system, and another witness testified that she had returned with marijuana. Now further, multiple witnesses also testified that for various reasons, they believed that Shakira had robbed someone before returning to the house where she was hanging out. After a thorough investigation, subpoena phone records, and search warrants, Shakira was arrested on February 13, 2019 by U.S. Marshals and held on $3 million bail. A jury found her guilty on February 28, 2020 of aggravated murder, aggravated robbery, aggravated burglary, 
and several other felony charges in the death of Meshach Cornwall. Ashlyn Black and Meshach Cornwall were doing what many of us are currently doing, swiping, matching, and meeting with complete strangers. Dating apps have given leadway for predators to use and abuse the system that was designed to help us search for companionship and love. There are some helpful tips you can use, such as taking it slow, take your time chatting with someone so you can weed out any potential red flags before you decide to meet. Always meet in a public place, preferably a place you've been to before where someone may know you and you know where the exits are. Always inform someone of your location and if possible, give them a photo of who you will be with. And always trust your gut instinct. If something doesn't feel right or the person makes a comment that just doesn't sit right with you, run. You can always get up and leave. Don't ever feel that you need to stay when you're in an uncomfortable situation. I want to thank you all for joining me on today's crime special episode. I hope these episodes bring awareness to the real world out there and the unfortunate situations we come across while dating. And I want you to remember, my goal here is not to scare you away from online dating, but to empower you with the knowledge to make informed decisions. Ultimately, the impact of dating apps and mental health varies from person to person and can depend on various factors, including our own individual experiences, personalities, and coping strategies. Now, it's always important to remember to prioritize your own mental health and make choices that promote your overall well-being. Always remember, though, if you or someone you know is struggling or in crisis, help is always available. You can call or text 988 or chat 988lifeline.org to learn how to get support for mental health, drug, and alcohol issues. And remember, listeners... Love might be taking on new forms, but the core of it will always remain unchanged. It's about understanding, empathy, shared experiences, and staying vigilant and safe. So until next week, listeners, and if you like this episode and would like to hear more, please like and follow. You can find me on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, and anywhere you listen to your favorite podcasts.